if you are listening this on spotify this is actually a video podcast on youtube you can check it out on youtube.com slash nona prince and if you enjoyed listening to this do share and follow this podcast what is entrepreneurship according to you the best thing is there's no one to tell you what to do the worst thing is there's really no one to tell you what to do like for me i'm a huge fan of films that just suck me into that universe how do you decide to quit a job you know that's where i want to go we didn't understand that like starting a business needs a very important thing which is money we run behind uh, these past victories more than future possibilities that's what one thing i look at is i don't even care about a college degree okay yeah it doesn't matter where you come from can you do this work or not he says this fact that no one owes you anything you owe it to yourself you have to make your place in the world especially in, in our country we create gods out of so many people if you are anything outside of this particular circle of society you might be looked down upon there's no distinction of work work is your life life is your work Hello guys I'm Nona Prince and welcome to another podcast and today I got to interact with Ronak Mangotil co-founder of Fully Filmy now a YouTuber if you don't know about him do check out his channel link in the description we had a great and a long discussion about films about entrepreneurship about the struggles he faced and hopefully you find all of it helpful and you can apply it in your own lives so sit back relax and enjoy this discussion how are you early morning yeah it was a long night so okay. it was a kind of a late morning yeah where are you based out of by the way I'm in Goa What? You live in Goa? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, you 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 stay with your family in Goa itself. Ah, uh, so we moved in here in 2010. Ah, uh, oh, so wow. my father got a job here, and yeah, you know, first of all, thank you for coming, giving your time know, for man. this. No man, like I'm I'm just sorry it took so long to make this happen, but yeah, no, that's all right. That's all right. Thank thank you for that. And you know, uh, the purpose of this is you know for podcasts I do on the channel is for me. You know, it's like. Okay, I make videos. Some for the people who watch the videos. Some things I want to do it for myself, and I want to talk to people. You know, understand how they live their life and how they go about it. And I want to know from you. You know, how you started fully filming your entrepreneurship, then YouTube channel, and all of that. And you know, what we can learn from your life. And oh uh, wow. and hopefully people watching and listening, they can you know implement that in their life. And I think I would love this podcast will be really you know amazing because. the type of content you cover on your channel is what i try to explore in the podcast with the people who are here so right, i think it right. will be a great session hopefully <laughs> yeah even i don't know what i do on my channel but if if you have like an understanding <laughs> of that then great yeah uh first of all tvf pictures or silicon valley oh um i want to say tvf pictures because it's indian because yeah. uh it's it, it but silicon valley i watched it like thrice or four times over and over again so i have like a softer like a much closer because it shows the entire journey right yeah. like from when the idea was nothing to how they basically almost destroy the world kind of yeah so i think i think that journey is much much more expansive i spent much more time with it and tvf pictures really i was expecting another season which hasn't come like for a really long time so Yeah, Silicon Valley. What about you? I I go for TVF pictures because uh, because mostly because you know in TVF pictures we never really get to know the idea and and the show is always oh, building yeah. up to that idea and but the show is all about what is it's like to be an entrepreneur. You know, you have to yeah, sell yourself, yeah. not the product. And I yeah. think uh, that is kind of explored in uh, Silicon Valley through comedy and sometimes mm. it's really out there and you're like, come on, you know, it's like I know these characters will now make mistakes, so the plot can go ahead. You know, at some point. Mm-hmm. So it becomes mm-hmm. little okay. I, I know what they're trying to do. You know, the comedy is yeah. first, then the message. But and yeah. I think both are you know like maybe it's because you know it's American, so it's kind of disconnected. Mm. Maybe that can be a point. No, it's it's not 
uh that's the thing that's the thing about silicon valley right even if it's american even if it's tech part of literally yeah. part of silicon valley and uh we have we don't have a tech product but we have created like a brand right the thing is pretty much every journey every entrepreneurial journey right whether yeah. you're a extremely small company or something as big as nike apple whatever they've it's the same template like example i was reading shoe dog uh, which is the story of uh, early years of nike Okay. and how they built the brand and it felt like i was reading part of my life only just just on a much bigger scale yeah but they've been through the exact same problems of not having enough money to buy stock and when you buy stock there's some other competition that attacks through all this you have to manage like a family also and yeah. how his wife chips in when he's not making enough money all of this all of us have seen at different points in our life so yeah. uh, it i don't think it's about american i think that that journey can be identifiable with everyone but having said that tvf pictures what i i really remember one thing like i don't remember much about the show because i watched it only once but the the story that he says about the tazos right i think yeah. it was about the tazos that yeah. how he used to collect tazos and that that still stays fresh in my mind so it's more relatable but silicon valley as a journey is more expansive like you get to see an entire journey and uh, tv which is kind of how do you say um it it holds back like it, it there is it leaves me longing for uh, a little more yeah. and i think they had announced the second season but it never happened so i think what i have heard this even shot it uh, mm. but i think there was some me too allegations and something went wrong with the production oh, yeah, or yeah, something yeah. like that so i think uh, i don't know like let's see hopefully yeah. we get to see the se- next season because they actually they have planned it uh, like that so you know it would be interesting yeah, to see it's, it's sad no it's it's like the best entertainment companies yeah like uh, TVF AIB they go on such a high and they hit such a high note and then some something has to happen and then uh, everything is destroyed yeah. and now now i don't know whom to watch now TVF is still there it still makes great shows but i don't know it's still not the same they were much more raw and everything earlier uh, and AIB i'm a huge fan of AIB yeah but uh, it's just sad to see what's happening it, it's very cliche thing right like even in uh, you know the, I, i think you're talking about uh, there not many entrepreneurial films in india content yeah. in india except that i think there was this netflix film upstarts i think and it's about you someone, know them yeah, yeah someone yeah. just messaged me that on uh, like i think they, there was some comment on my video uh, they saying yeah check that out yeah, but so, apart from that there aren't many yeah no no if no. you think about it. so even in that right the story is basically you know same that they plan a thing with friends and then you know the guy who really found the idea he goes a different path and becomes rich and other people are left behind and then the whole redemption arc you know and it feels like you know it's very cliche but if you look through you know in real life everyone goes through that only right each and every person who does yeah. it yeah. you know it's very uh, it becomes you know uh, the paradox kind of a way that mm. you feel it's cliche i've seen it many times but that's what reality is you know how can you change it to yeah. you know that that cliches exist because it's real it's happened yeah. that's why cliches exist but how you tell it is a completely different thing like how you reinvent the cliches example like i know you've watched sarpatta parampara yeah. and i think your whole family watched it and you guys gave a review and all yeah. it was really cute by the way and the uh, thing is it is a cliche journey no like yeah. the beat of a sports film is such a cliche journey this guy is out of nowhere like he's somewhere down and he comes up and how he climbs one by one by one and he has he has this coach figure who trains him and then he fails again then he rises up it's a cliche but yeah. each scene how they've like built so much tension how how they've how they've made a single scene about boxing 
but they don't show the boxing much it's all about the interpersonal dynamics what this person is thinking about that person what they are discussing like the entire scene where in the earlier part of the film right where uh, this guy comes and he says that i'll do it like yeah. i'll i'll fight this guy when uh, everyone is saying no and we don't know whether the coach is playing mind games also we're not very yeah. sure so there is so much of drama within that and then the fights itself like the dancing rose fight like how they use time to you know show to build up so much yeah. right so it's cliches exist and you have to use cliches that's that's how you relate to something but then how you tell it is a completely different yeah. story i think if you don't use cliche then it will be like oh i don't relate to this you know <laughs> i yeah. don't know what is this about never experienced yeah, it's not it. cliches but it's like story beats no like yeah. in the sense that's what cliche is a i don't know it has like a negative connotation for some reason yeah. i don't know what's the right word for it like uh, is it a template or a structure Tem- yeah or, template yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so uh, you know you're an entrepreneur but w- i would ask you you know what is entrepreneurship according to you for you what is the meaning of it i'll, I'll just read the uh, google definition the activity yeah. of setting up a business of business uh, businesses taking a, taking on financial risk in the hope of profit so that's the google definition i want to know what's your definition yeah. my my definition is pretty simple it's working on your own terms yeah that's it earlier the even 5 years ago the definition of an entrepreneur was very different you have to like start a company you have to build a team and everything but right now even if you take instagram right even if you take so many influencers or creators what whatever you want to call it all of them are entrepreneurs they they are building one particular yeah. brand they are they have created something now they have leverage and then you have other brands who are approaching them that you know they they use their audience to spread something about their brand and uh, yeah that it's pretty much it working on your own terms which is the best thing in the world and also the worst thing in the world like the best thing is there's no one to tell you what to do yeah the worst thing is there's really no one to tell you what to do right you you're alone in so many things you don't know whom to look up to you don't yeah. know if other people will be helpful or not and uh, whatever advice other people give you have to again there's cliches and then within that how you reinvent and do something is yeah pretty much it yeah and even when you hit a setback right like this you know it's easy to blame someone but in this field there's no one to blame you know it's it was your choice exactly it was not a necessity exactly. it was not forced upon you so i think it's yeah. more uh, you know in the i think the risk taking factor comes in there right yeah. so so now we have uh, in the sense last year we had covid to blame yeah uh, like how how did this happen but then thing is it has happened to everyone and like just last night i was talking to a friend about how there are, i don't want to get into details but how badly it's affected people yeah. not just entrepreneurs but everyone who who even works for someone else who's a small part of like a big team how people have even killed themselves like yeah. uh, so many people have uh, you know died by suicide because of they can't take the pressure of they have so many mounting loans and everything like that so i was trying to find like we were all trying to blame covid for this but the thing is um uh, i think covid was also like a wake up call uh it was it just held a mirror to us saying that you know you've been doing a lot of things wrong you don't need all of these things uh, yeah. because right now we're working with like a very small team there was one point where we had around 40 people in the office like 30 40 people in the office it was really a lot of fun and everything but at the same time it wasn't necessary you think that you need like a big team you need these 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 people and all that but you have to look at your numbers and everything and then you figure out no you don't need all this you shouldn't have all this you have to play according to your strengths and play with what you have instead of you know 
beating around the bush. So I think COVID was like a very good wake up call. Yeah. Sorry, I, I digressed a lot. No, no, no. no. Yeah. I think you know it's it's weird because I think for for me also my growth really happened in the in the COVID you know in the pandemic. I came I was in Mumbai. I came back home. I've been at home uh, till now. And you know I saw like I was I think at seven thousand in January twenty twenty. And you know by the end of the year I was I crossed twenty five. So you know it was a big growth. And you know it and I wanted to focus on YouTube more before that I was you know studying and you know and it really helped me because I could totally focus. I didn't have any tension. I was at home, nothing to worry about. And you know and it's very sad to say this, but you know in a in a way it was a blessing in disguise. But I know what has you know people suffered throughout the world. So you yeah. know it's it's very tough tough thing to even sometimes it feels like uh, you know uh, I'm kind of using what happened to other people's misery as you know something i should be proud of right but you didn't cause it no yeah like in the yeah. sense something happened shit happened in the world everyone's life's got this thing you just found a way to what you can, because even you have to survive yeah. or you have you need like an outlet to create but yeah we all feel that guilt every time like if if i'm getting to make a video and release it every week without having any without having much of a financial pressure it's it is privilege it is a blessing and everything but uh, what can you do you can't if you feel if you put all of your energy for the rest of the world you don't have any for yourself right yeah. even you have to survive even you are a person you can do what you can in your own capacity to help people but guilt happens sir but i really wanted to ask you where so how did this thing about malayalam cinema uh, in oh. the sense particularly south cinema and then malayalam cinema how how do you focus on that particular niche because i know you uh, through your conversation with i think vr and all you or even the one with uh, i think vishal yeah. and uh, suchin and everyone was rahul also there yeah rahul was uh, rahul also so you were saying that you started watching films only like 4 5 years back or something it was yeah. not, not much of a past like not not films as in you know understanding films basically before yeah. that it was yeah. just for entertainment occasional we we'll go to theater on someone's birthday watch a film come home that's it you know yeah. so even even i think with people around me friends film was not a big thing you know i think i was someone you know who always uh, like whatever's going what is trending i used to do that so people used to draw dragon ball z cartoons you know and i was like okay i also draw and it came out very good you know i was good at it i don't know why mm. and uh, so these things constantly happened and i think uh, at my 12th board exams you know jabik way yeah 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 so i i think he was getting popular on youtube and uh, i was i think my maths exam had like a seven day break and i was so pissed off i'm like just finished you know get over like no and you know i had finished everything revision done and like my sister was watching his videos and i'm like okay i'll watch what it is and i just binge watched 70 of his videos you know right. And I was like okay this is fun man you know and i always you know even on the orkut days right you remember those days even yeah, those yeah, time yeah. you know i used to make pages and on about dragon ball z because that was we were talking about that time then on facebook i i have i still have seven pages you know about different things and you know i always wanted to create and you know my first video on youtube was in 2011 when i didn't know anything oh. about youtube which was <laughs> i uploaded an episode of dragon ball z and the description was if i if this get 100 likes i'll upload uh, new episodes every week i click on publish copyright strike <laughs> i have no idea what this means i'm like how why can they do it this is my you know i own this <laughs> i torrented this from someone and oh. that that is my first video and you know again i had no idea what a camera is how you can film yourself and put a video like i couldn't have fathom these facts that time and even later you know when i saw jabiku i'm like okay this is fun let's try this and i tried that 
we tried some i think started with the civil war trailer uh, yeah. captain america civil war and then i think i did pawan kalyan's movie gabbar singh Oh. and that like kind of blew up like it got 5000 views so people were like oh do do this do this song uh, do this te- telugu movie and by that time i had uh, watched bahubali which really impressed me uh, but on my phone uh, pirated version <laughs> which yeah. i you know uh, like when bahubali 2 came out i watched it three times in theaters so cover covering <laughs> it up <laughs> but i think in that sense you know it started uh, you know i st- start to explore more and more and i think the first two years it was just you know reactions watching these songs and then i think at at the time it came you know i was not really happy you know whenever in college uh, people used to make fun you know what are you doing and you know what is this reaction to content and dance and all and for me i was like you know i was very strong in that sense i don't care what you guys say but there was a time when i saw i was just going through my videos and like i don't want to click on these you know mm. i don't i don't find this attractive what am i doing i don't know anything about dance why i'm reacting to dance and i think that they decided no reactions to dance sequence i don't understand that i am studying filmmaking let's watch films and review them instead of doing these reactions and mm-hmm. then i started you know watching these films and it really because i think the uh, learning how to re- uh, how to study a film how to make films and watching these films at the same time helped me and you know that i you know maybe i had very unique perspective sometimes and that clicked with audiences and then you know suggestions keep coming on check out this movie and that movie and you know it's like no a joke right right now everyone knows malayalam cinema is making the best content uh, you know yeah. even even uh, tamil and all if you explore there's much better content available than anything else we have in the mainstream so you know yeah. it's, it was no brainer for me and i just kept doing it and you know it just clicked that's the only thing uh, okay. yeah so there that's was no there was no someone who said like who introduced you to malayalam films in your film school or no i don't think so okay no. it was just suggestions from people yeah. and then i think in it... film school it's always all, always about uh, international films <laughs> Oh, right. you know they don't yeah, really uh, you know because all the books every all the material is about that right so i don't think yeah. they really do that uh, but also you know it's it's a fact that uh, i know why i got the clicks you know i know the looking at my parents people know this is a north indian you know that really yeah. helped me and oh what he's talking about our films click on it you know it's the same thing yeah. a foreigner reacting to indian content but you know making them stay subscribe and wa- want to watch more and more videos that's that's what i have to do you know yeah. i cannot do anything about they, they'll click on it about it and if they don't like it they'll move on right if they like yeah, it then yeah. only they'll stay and you know that's i try that's what i try to do yeah. that's and the, is there like a is there like a section of audience that also says that uh no you have no right to review uh, malayalam yeah, movies yeah. and all that yeah. always every third comment is that you don't understand the language you don't know what you're talking about and that that you know happens mostly when i don't like a movie that's really popular i think premam i had a big issue uh, and people oh, were not like happy premam you know it was like uh, i didn't i didn't like the uh, i'll not say messaging but what the film is trying to say you know it's like uh, you tell okay we are digressing but uh, you you're telling me this guy met a girl he falls in love and if it fails miserably then again he falls with this uh, in love with his teacher that also you know goes ahead but then it again fails and then you're telling me okay he is always just looks at girls and falls in love maybe that's the lesson he'll learn later right and at the end he again just meets a girl oh she is the same girl i uh, knew from childhood and he just says will you marry me and then that girl also okay no i am in uh, i'm uh, you know uh, my fiance is a really bad guy let's marry this guy and then they get married and that's it i'm like what are you trying to say you know that's my issue with the film like you know it's uh, like it's like uh, it's, yeah the i don't think the even the director said many times and even the film if you look at it i don't think it's even trying to say anything that's that's the best thing about the film <laughs> yeah like, 
it it's see i uh, i think you watched it on ott right yeah okay so this i think this was one of the first few malayalam films that i'd seen yeah uh, on in the theater i knew nothing about it because there was no trailer that released or anything they uh, they kept it extremely quiet i think they released like a few minutes of a song or something like that so i had no idea what like what it was about no one had any idea when you watch this on the big screen right yeah like for me i am a huge fan of films that just suck me into that universe yeah. like uh, it I, i i don't even care about the story like just take me there and that you you do your thing like whatever you're doing it it really felt like i am in i'm inside someone's life or i'm living that life so in that perspective and of course it's beautifully shot music and yeah. it's amazing and the thing is we've i've seen these things happen to to people one of my closest friends this is how it happened like in the sense a lot of guys he liked a lot of like lot of different girls everything failed a lot of it was one side yeah. and uh, yeah i pretty much everything was one side relationship but then after a point uh, he liked a girl within our friend circle she also liked him back they got married a year later that's how it happens like in the sense sometimes it just clicks because yeah. you you find that person and you have some kind of like a connection with that person and then you figure out what to do with your life after that in the sense yeah. you have that friendship i think that that friendship that is there it's not even about like a lusty kind of a thing that's a, not it's not like love at first sight or anything. you find a connection with the person yeah. and then you ask if you want to you want to go out and then it builds from there that's how it happened to me also i had a very um, strong friendship with a person at that time not strong friendship but i felt like there's like a dynamic right and it just it just started from there and it's pretty much the same story okay yeah so it's the movie is not trying to say anything it's not trying it's not pretending to say anything even in the subtitle of like on the poster like the first poster that came out i think the subtitle was the second film without uh, any story like uh, something of like that so even he knows he's just capturing life and he's showing it to you if it connects it connects if it doesn't connect it doesn't connect so for me it like it really really connected i watched it i think four five th- times in the theater yeah. and uh, yeah you know you know I, i think i mentioned in the video also you know like uh, i had the same feeling with three idiots you know i was just uh-huh. in i was lost in that world i just wanted the film never to end just continue and now if there are a lot of videos talking about what's wrong with that film you know and i kind of agree but it's close to hard i always love and you know right? i think i think uh, I, i don't really remember but uh, about you know that uh, uh, speech scene about baladkar and then there was some up uh, something okay. about the wrong messaging they are trying to provide i don't really remember the point but there's a video mm-hmm. i'll share it with you uh, yeah. but you know it's like they, there are problems with that film too uh, socially you know the messaging and i know that but i still love that movie and i think i i said the same thing from premam also it's just i think maybe i never experienced it or maybe you know uh, i don't agree with what that person or what's happening you know it's not really helping in any sense it's i understand the experience of it uh, okay i've seen this happen in real life okay i understand it but for me it's not you know really doing anything other than that for me because i'm not yeah. you know used to this atmosphere it's alien to me so i yeah. not really enjoy the experience of it it's just alien you know and then mm-hmm. over that the the direction the film is going it i don't agree with it i think that's the main thing but you know it's yeah. always tricky so the that's the thing about the thing about movies is that so the story is one thing i think it's it's not just the content of the movie uh that adds to the experience when you watch a film you add it you watch it with your own experiences of your own life yeah it's it's like a mix it's like 60 70% of that world and 30% of your experiences that's what makes you experience so if you've not had that experience 
it doesn't have to be the same thing if you've not seen that happen or uh, if you've not lived that or at least a version of that yeah then it's very difficult you look at it as a film right you will look at it as a film and you'll say no tatti tha like it didn't work for me <laughs> okay but sometimes it happens that it just connects so much that you don't feel like it, you're watching a film anymore you're, yeah you just feel like okay i've entered some world and then you realize when the credits come you realize that oh oh we're watching a we're watching a movie we're in the theater we come back so that's the same thing like i lot of films that other people don't like really connect to me like interstellar right yeah. i know there are few people few people who really love it but there are a lot of people who say it it doesn't make sense it's so stupid why is he over explaining everything yeah. and uh, see that's the thing with nolan films if you explain also it's a problem if you don't explain you are not going to get it so yeah. i don't know that that is a different debate but that film it, i was i was also at a point at that time where i was trying to learn a lot about space i'm still trying to learn things i'm it's, it's not able to register in my mind like science is not uh, i'm very interested in science but it it just doesn't register in my mind like i don't yeah. i can't make sense of the thing but i'm trying so that time i was learning a lot about space and uh, when coupled with a few things that about the father daughter relationship and everything like that so it really really worked like for me it really really worked and other people don't understand it like in the sense they don't understand why it worked for me yeah and that's okay so like you connect to whatever you've gone through in life or what you, what phase of life you're in yeah i think interstellar is my second favorite of nolan <laughs> first has to be what dark knight the dark knight okay okay it has to be like I I love, I love moral ambiguity you know that to with uh, a hero uh, like batman and joker you know that's outstanding the boat I, scene is favorite <laughs> yeah and see dark knight i know it's a it's a great film and everything but i still won't call it like nolan's best in the sense it is the best superhero film 100% apart from i think i have a very soft corner for uh, uh, miles morales like into the spider verse like yeah. i'm i'm because of the style and everything it was just it was just something revolutionary and it it didn't get the attention i think it deserved like it deserves a lot more uh, applause it did get But, the oscar right it no no it's, i'm not talking about the awards right? oh okay among the people uh, like fans and everything yeah. like that it'll take them some time to remember that this film exists yeah right so in that way because of the art style and because of how new it was like we've not seen anything like this so i think it deserved a lot more but in case of dark knight like when it came out first time i i didn't like it because i think i didn't understand it also also i watched it in this chennai theater um on like the first or third day something like that and they were just every time there was a kissing scene everyone was shouting <laughs> so it was that kind of experience everyone was like uh, yeah. shouting and everything so oh, i couldn't really hear what was happening and also nolan films you can't hear much that's yeah. that's another thing oh man so yeah <laughs> i think nolan is like interstellar's absolute favorite and then yeah. comes you have prestige and everything prestige is like prestige I, mean, i think one of the earliest films i ever watched of his and yeah. it was so shocking it was like how why <laughs> like you know how can you even think about this like how can you think this yeah that's that i really missed that nolan like uh, because i'm a nolan fan like if you, this third poster is like interstellar only yeah but i, I just i just couldn't tolerate uh, tenet like i was extremely excited to watch it i didn't watch a single teaser or trailer before i watched the film because i want to build up that suspense inside and just explode on screen yeah but, like it was just like you know these uh, sutli bombs that you get <laughs> yeah it it, burst, you, right? you yeah it it just some rain happened and it just fused out like i don't know what he was i know he has a vision and everything very grand vision and everything like that but i don't know it just that's why it didn't connect at all 
and yeah. uh, it felt like you're watching something like a masturbatory thing on screen <laughs> like you know he's purely indulging in this i didn't even like dunkirk at first but yeah. uh, like for the first time then i watched it again i watched it again on uh, at home only and then oh that that movie is brilliant like in the sense yeah you're trying to confuse people with time but that's his intention is not to confuse he he's trying to push the boundaries of how you can reinvent like a a war film right yeah. war film also has this cliches similar to sarpata yeah. everything has its cliches but how you reinvent and retell that story yeah sorry we i think we digress <laughs> a lot from what i asked you before we come back to topic have you seen that uh, video about uh, terry talking about uh, dunkirk he I think for uh, he he says it's the best the best film of the yeah, that yeah. year. I don't know if I saw a video there's an entire I think 2 or 3 hour uh podcast of him talking about Dunkirk. Yeah. Uh so I I was listening to that so uh, yeah yeah I think it's on the rewatchables podcast or something. Yeah yeah. So yeah yeah I I I've, I've seen that yeah yeah. Uh, I actually didn't have anything about Tarantino. <laughs> I'm sorry. I what, thought what, what? I didn't have any questions about Tarantino. I know no problem like, that we can uh, do separately. Also. Yeah. <laughs> uh you know talking about uh, fully filmy right like okay I, I saw the video there's video out there about you know how you started I think the 2 year anniversary video you posted yeah. about and you know I saw that and a uh, great team everything I, I, you know I wanted to know how you start like how you even you know think about it i know it's not like you thought of oh, uh, directly we'll have this big you know team or something but how do you even you know start how do you decide to quit a job you know that's where oh, i want to go oh that these are uh, it this won't fit in like two hours <laughs> but uh, yeah i've i i've answered this question like once it, the how i quit my job is like a completely different thing but basically about i'm trying to shorten this as much as possible like to keep it crisp so i'll i'll try so um, since when i was young i was I think I was much more creatively inclined than all of my other friends like if other people liked uh, sports or going outside and playing games I would also always be inside be drawing something create you know trying to create something yeah. so I knew at some point that I'm different from others but I never knew that this could be this could become a job like yeah. even I was stuck in the loop of computer science and you know like we have to go to engineering and also yeah. i was really afraid by 9th standard I, i i was in bombay earlier then i came back to chennai and uh, i met my friend anand so um, we connected a lot he's he's currently my business partner now by the way so we go back to 9th standard which was 2004 right that was a really long time back so that time we connected on different levels and we connected on one thing that we don't want to do what everyone else is doing i know we might not have a choice but maybe we can try starting something so at different points we uh, we wanted to start like a video game parlor at one point like in 10th standard or something when everyone was playing ps2 like playstation yeah. 2 and then used to play raw and smackdown pretty much raw versus smackdown all the time so we were like okay let's start something we tried researching in the sense we found like a place and everything but we didn't understand that like starting a business needs a very important thing which is money right <laughs> we, we forgot that we had no money in our uh, pockets like we literally had just pocket money and uh, we couldn't do anything so we dropped that idea we thought okay fine we'll revisit it later then engineering happened uh, we landed up in the same college again and uh, during that time i used to see a lot of people for quite a few years like uh, i used to see a lot of people wearing sports jerseys like football jerseys about arsenal manu all of yeah. these things and i was someone like i said 
I was someone who didn't like sports at all. Anand is like like sports a lot, but I didn't like sports at all. I was much more into movies. I still didn't realize that it could become something, but like it could become a part of my life or like a part of my profession. I was like, if these guys are having sports and football jerseys about like you know with their favorite players and favorite teams and all, why don't movie fans have anything like this over here? So I, we tried researching and uh, we found that. there are these obscure random brands who are trying to do something this was a time when e-commerce wasn't even popular this was between 2008 to 2012 okay. that that time we were in college then we found a brand called red wolf uh, yeah. which was doing some really interesting things like they were taking a lot of our favorite 90s cartoons and everything and turning it into designs our favorite shows okay this is really interesting then we found that there is nothing like this for south india we have so many movies our movies are some of the most celebrated most with maximum fan following with heroes who have such like a religious religious following and we don't have anything like this maybe this could be a space again we started researching tried finding vendors and everything we thought okay let's create merchandise out of this so we tried finding vendors and all that no one took us seriously like you you need like a minimum order quantity a lot yeah. of other this thing involved so again we dropped it we also didn't have money that much money and uh, we didn't have any experience of running a business so we dropped it again we thought we'll revisit it after college got placed in uh, an it company which is tcs yeah i then i realized within one month that i can't do this but during college i had done a lot in terms of setting up my base like building like a portfolio i used to take a lot of pictures i started doing graphic design and everything so indirectly i had built a portfolio so i thought okay now i knew that there is something called advertising and digital marketing all of these yeah. things which i had no idea earlier i always used to call it multimedia for some reason like yeah. that is that's such a 90s word but uh, then i discovered this new world and i discovered that there are agencies like who work for brands and everything so i thought maybe this could be a you know my calling how i quit uh, that company like the iit company and entered this that's an entire episode it's like it's a very filmy kind of uh, this thing but anyways i i somehow decided that i'm going to leave this i told my mom and everything that you know just give me this much time i'll figure something out so i applied to like i think 50 agencies and i got replies from three or four of them and i got selected from selected by one yeah. so i i went for a job in pune 3 months and i learned quite a bit about this world and everything but thing is my base was in chennai so all my family my friends everyone is here so i got a little homesick so i applied to another agency over here and luckily i got the job like while i was on vacation from that job i went for an interview i got that job here um, this was exactly made for me like in the sense yeah. this was the exact job profile the right kind of people and everything so at this time anand was in tcs he had also quit tcs and then i said okay fine come join this place so he also joined this place we spent around 2 years there uh, where we met our third partner uh, who yeah. was kartikeen who was third co-founder uh, he was a designer so i i used to come up with ideas he was a designer anand was more into like the business and operations part of it yeah. right then uh, by the end of that second year of working there we thought okay now maybe we could restart the idea now we have a little bit of money whatever we earned as salary we have some experience of how to create a brand and uh, you know how to market and everything and uh, only thing we don't have is like connections with the industry like this textile industry all of these things that we'll put some work into it but before that we me and kartikeen started this facebook page okay it's called uh, minimal collywood posters which was pretty much what uh, what yeah. the name is minimal collywood posters so this was on facebook yeah that time this was 2014 uh, 
at that time facebook's organic reach was another level like yeah. it is almost nothing now i don't even use facebook anymore but uh, at that time facebook was the only thing organic reach was another level we started creating these posters which that time none of none of the you know people hadn't seen some stuff like that before taking their favorite movies and then converting them into like minimal version minimal posters and everything so it got a huge fan following within like 4 5 months we got like 1 lakh plus uh, you know fans on facebook and everything now we had like a base also whom we can sell this product yeah. so we asked the fans like if we started like a merchandise brand would you guys support it we got hundreds and hundreds of replies everything is positive okay now yeah. we got the confidence also to start then uh, 2015 in jan we quit our jobs we started doing the ground work we went to uh, vendors we found someone we found a vendor who can uh, you know supply clothes and everything like a minimum order quantity we tried building a website us being computer science students we still didn't know how to make a website which is like very shameful but we outsourced it to someone who's sitting in gujarat somewhere i think yeah. amdavad or something it was supposed to be launched 3 4 months before but somehow in june uh, 2015 they somehow built a website after a lot of back and forth and then we launched on june 2015 and from first day we started making orders so that time it was just three of us we used to uh, come up with the designs like i'd come up with the ideas give it to karthik and he would design it and then you put it on the website we had just five or six products we'll get orders then we'll have to process those orders and then uh, pack the orders one sit and pack the orders and then we have to co- call uh, India Post who was our courier service that time and we had to go to one place and give that if it was all being done by us at that time and only after like 6 7 months we found someone who was interested in an idea who decided to you know invest a little bit more in it then we started building a team in early 2016 and then it took off from there and we launched like our first store in uh, a, a mall over here and then we launched a few more stores and the team started getting bigger everything was going great 2019 was amazing like our best year ever and then uh, 2020 happened uh, covid hit and it just like i said it made made us look at things in a completely different way so yeah now it's all about again getting back from the ashes and then uh, yeah we're trying to not trying to get back what we had or t- rather trying to reinvent now seeing what to do Yeah. Yeah. So this is the short version, but there is okay. there are a lot of different. <laughs> but yeah. You know, look, looking back at this, you know, uh, journey. What was it that you know you said, okay, I'll take this risk. You know, quitting a job, starting something new, investing the money there. What if it fails? You know, how 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 do you what what was you know yeah, so, pushing you ahead? Um, it's basically that we had nothing to lose. Uh, the only thing we could lose was time. Yeah. Uh, but. our bank accounts were almost empty like what is the worst thing that's going to happen we put this we give our best and then that goes off it's not the investment amount and everything was so small that it's it's not going to be much of a dent yeah, yeah. then we have to go work at something and then get that money back we, we didn't even think about all of those things we'll just like we have this base we have this very strong base and we're going to sell it to them and it's it's going to work whatever it is or we'll pull through and we had learned enough about uh, you know how to create a brand and everything and uh, and i i had this confidence that you know we are going to we will be creating things that people have not seen yeah right? at, at least at that point of time now now it's it's not a, like a new idea anymore it's uh, like there's so many more merchandise brands now now the challenge is how to stand out from this what we've done before destroy all of that and what is the next thing we're going to do that is the challenge right now but that time you don't you don't think about all of those things you're just yeah so invested in this and all the problems that go on that you question yourself a lot of times 
like you feel like should we have not started this should we have uh, rather just stuck to a job and let someone else tell us what to do and then do it it comes the question comes here and there all the time but then this is it gives like a like every time you are in doubt right like example if i am in doubt and then uh, i'm driving around the city and i see someone wearing a fully fitting t-shirt every time i'm driving i see someone wearing like two or three people wearing a fully that gives you like uh, i don't know if it's like a nasha but it's kind of like it's a reassurance that whatever you're making it is part of someone's wardrobe it is part of someone's life whatever small part it is it is changing something about their life so that gives you like a satisfaction and then it doesn't solve any problem it it doesn't solve the problems that you have but it gives yeah. you like a little bit of strength that okay come at least do it for these people so yeah, yeah I, that doubt will always be there how did i take the plunge is like what's the worst that could happen otherwise i'll get another job yeah not but I really didn't think of that Uh, about this Facebook page, was it a planned thing to you know build up an audience or just organically happened? It was pretty organic. Yeah, uh, we had because me and uh, Karthikin we developed like a really good bond in terms of my ideas. He'd convert it into a design within like ten minutes, ten fifteen minutes. Yeah, we had a great rapport. So we thought, okay, why why don't we just start making something? We knew we wanted to make the business happen, but this wasn't connected. Like, uh, we were going to start it next year, hopefully, but. this was something just we just started it worked and it became like the perfect base did any any of you had a marketing background or anything like that In, apart from your starting? yeah apart from your ex- work, working experience no, at the agency no, 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 no. all of us were engineers like yeah. uh, me and anand were computer science engineers karthikeyan was like a mechanical engineer so no background nothing i used to watch a lot of ads and i used to uh, write about a lot of brands like i had my own blog at that time i I think it's still there, but I used to write about Coke and and how it's connected to Breaking Bad and all of these things. So I I kind of understood a bit about brands, but none of us had like marketing background. But you know, it's interesting that uh, this Facebook page, right? I think in marketing, it's called uh, market mm. testing because you're testing the market is yeah is yeah it, yeah yeah does it work or not? And you know, in organic way, you just did that. <laughs> yeah yeah. So that that's very interesting, it, you know. But we didn't plan anything yeah, like that. Yeah yeah. just happened like most things in life it just happened only thing is if you're putting in that work to make it happen or not luck is not the only factor right you you put you do everything to make luck work otherwise luck doesn't work i had some technical questions because uh, i don't know about the legality of what you guys do because uh, is there any issue because you know you're taking an ip basically a film and convert yeah. making your own art so is is it a copyright infringement or anything like that uh we there are few certain guidelines Okay. That uh, ensures that you don't do it in the sense, in terms of a court and everything, a court doesn't have a copyright attached. Okay. So that's completely fine. There are there were a lot of products which were borderline whether it's copyright or not copyright and all that. But the thing is, like from right from the beginning, we wanted to try our best to get official license, and we did yeah. that. We started with official li- license products like. Uh, Our first project was actually even before we started fully filmy. Our first project was uh, Okay Ganmani, which was uh, yeah. Mani Ratnam's film, right? Yeah. So that happened when we asked that question to our uh, Facebook page, like for our Facebook fans, about whether you'll support our merchandise if we launch it or not. Seeing that Mani Ratnam's office got in touch and. they were like we have this film coming up and would you be able to create the merchandise for it and we didn't have a website yet we didn't we didn't know what to do we didn't have the products and all ready but anyway we made designs like this was at a time when right before starting the business me and anand and yeah. all of our other yeah. friends we'd gone to the himalayas right yeah. and we were trying to 
back from there me and karthik and coordinated we happened me made few designs happen me uh him and my sister went to pitch to madras talkies and then that happened from there so we set up like this temporary website on insta mojo and then we made that happen our first project was an official uh, merchandise project and then uh, it took a lot of time to convince a lot of people in the industry about uh you know this is an idea like uh you know it, we are not even going to charge you anything it's like it's all on us it's going yeah. to be free marketing for you so whenever you say when you really tell someone that you're doing something free for them right and over and above that you're even giving some royalty to them they are going to say okay so yeah. somehow we cracked that we made it happen initially it was difficult to convince people about merchandise and everything but over time now we're at a place where production houses are automatically come to us and saying you you should do something like this and all that here and there 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 were few doubts about it but most of our products right now are uh, you know official licensed uh, yeah. products uh, even tamil or even marvel even csk all of this yeah. is like official licensed so that problem is not there anymore and whatever if there is some something borderline like if it is on the other side we'll just take it down we'll review it and we take it down so you know uh, talking about the all the negotiation side about royalties and like how do you even begin with you know as you said right there's no one to answer you this like you know go to cora mm-hmm. and ask them and they'll give you the uh, you know right estimate like how how do you do it um so that's what it's negotiation happens when you're charging someone for something Yeah. Right. If you say that this is what we're going to do, we're going to charge you 5 lakhs. Okay, then they'll be like I don't need this. Okay. So our model was such that we don't charge anyone anything. We this is extreme just just free and over and above this you're going to get a royalty. Yeah. So there wasn't much of a negotiation there to begin with. Yeah. Uh they were just impressed that okay, these guys are like they're doing something, maybe it it'll help and all that. So they just starting they just trusted us. and uh, right now also negotiation happen in terms of royalty like here and there it's not much of a big deal yeah. it will be maximum within like 5% up and down so i think that's it's not a problem our model is such yeah that has uh, it has it ever happened that uh, like someone said okay let's okay i'll have this royalty you do whatever and then they saw the response and they're like no i want more or something no. like that no right thankfully that hasn't happened they so that that's what the number one thing is that they are just making a movie they made yeah. a movie they've have this product ready and then someone else just uh, does an extra bit of thing for them and because of that they see so many fans wearing something about their movie on like a, they are walking billboards right yeah so in that case they're just they're just happy so i don't think we faced anything like that yeah I, i think for them right now it's not a business thing for it it's not a something yeah. they they want to earn money from right now do you think in the yeah. future it will like because it's getting so popular uh, and i think no, no, right so many no they they do want to earn money from it and it really depends on who's the production house uh, most production houses like you don't get to see five bahubalis every year right yeah. there's only one bahubali in five years one film that defines everything so it really depends on that kind of a project so if you're that kind of a production house they kind of dictate try to dictate their terms and they make sure that it's on this particular scale and they can make it happen also yeah. most other production houses they don't have much power over the stars like if they want to advertise this in any way make the stars wear it and do all of those things they can't do that but these deal production houses they have like a much more streamlined approach and they also look at it as like a money perspective plus mainly it's like a marketing effort that's what that's what disney and everything did successfully they've created like this proper base over 50 60 years right easily much yeah. much more than that 
1928. It's been almost 100 years. Yeah. Like since Walt Disney launched his first cartoons and everything like that. So all of those creative assets, they they created such a strong base that you know they, that could be let out to someone, interpreted in one way, converted into products, and you know that can create a lot. So for them, they figured it figured it out. Like uh, even not just Disney, it's WB, all of all of these companies. Not that that's the thing about Americans. Like not to take away anything from Indians, but Americans know how to sell their shit. Like they will sell anything. They yeah. will literally sell shit to you, and you will pay for it. So that is one thing that that's one admirable thing about uh, Americans and their entrepreneurial spirit, right? Very simple example is the difference between your uh, Doordarshan Sports, like DD Sports, yeah. the televisation of that. Compare that to a government. aided televisation of uh, some sport in america their packaging their camera angles their everything is so different like you they put extra effort into selling the shit out of it yeah over here we say that we don't have much budget and all but we don't think about going the extra mile now it's completely different now you have so many different channels now there is so many different championship like you have a hockey league you have a football league you have all of these things Kabaddi now league. we've understood yeah kabaddi league and it's re- it's really working right yeah. now we've understood it now we're on track now it's about how to make even more generate even sports pe- more sports people from here like yeah. with all the stuff that's going on with neera chopra right now the focus is on celebration and party and uh, you know sh- showing all that india won yeah. so the the focus is in the wrong place it's okay you celebrate it's a big moment of pride but this should be like we should create like 10 more 15 more 100 more neera chopras like this yeah. that should be the focus but we're focusing in the wrong direction and he also said that like you know okay i won a medal but it's not about that now i have another competition now and i want to see more people come up with it so i think we have to kind of direct our focus and then only things can you know, start changing i think he also said right he can't even participate because yeah he felt he felt sick Yeah. He will sick because of the functions and he's not able to participate like I don't know man like uh, we run behind uh, these past victories more than future possibilities. Yeah. So uh, when that happens then you don't grow much like yeah. you'll you'll be stuck somewhere for a long time or rather it'll take you a, a very long time to grow. Yeah, coming back to fully family right I think I think my mm. biggest uh, for me is like you know it's very difficult is to take responsibility of things right running a youtube channel single handedly I am responsible for what I do right no one else has to face it no one else life is in danger or livelihood is in danger what like but when you have so many people working under you you know you have to you know you cannot today say I'll not working today I'm not feeling well you have yeah. to right you you have yeah. so many people who are working and come you know they have their livelihood because you are sitting there working So yeah. how how do you deal with that responsibility? Isn't that sometimes limiting in a in a in a way? Sometimes it feels limiting. You know, all this accountability and responsibility is what makes you work even harder. Like yeah. sometimes when you think like, no, I don't want to do this. Is it worth doing this anymore? Then you think about these people who are there, and then okay, fine, let's let's take the step for them at least. It makes you think of new ideas and. new ways to make more money or work harder or whatever it is so and the idea is that down the line my, like my main aim is to create more leaders so that like everyone is accountable on uh, like for their own work they i don't even have to say anything so that i can concentrate on strategies and bigger picture and everything now is not the perfect time now it's all about survival 
it's really yeah. about survival and sustenance and then next year hopefully if it doesn't get worse than this next year we'll be looking at growth but yeah you need that accountability and responsibility sometimes otherwise yeah. you're not going to grow you're, you're just going to be lazy and stuck so a team is important how big that team is how they can function on their own that is a completely different thing uh, did you you know throughout your journey uh, did you had your parents support or family support from any three of them of course like uh, support in the sense are you talking like about monetary or monetary monetary no, of course emotional in yeah. the in the beginning yeah yeah in the beginning like the first amount of investment uh, we had a little help from my mom she didn't completely believe in the idea but uh, she believed in us like especially me and anand because we've grown up together right and yeah. she knows that we won't do something just for the sake of it uh, we work our asses off to make whatever the results are that's a different thing but we work our asses off to make something happen so she half heartedly believed in ideas and she gave some part of uh, what she had yeah. and uh, which was it the um, that's what the amount was not like really big so it is okay it is necessary to build something but it's it's not like it's going to affect someone if you know, if if it doesn't work out yeah. so yeah in the beginning we had financial support like for that first setting up then no yeah then it, it you're you're on your own you know people listening watching this there's this debate right that you know you could do it because you were privileged that's a big yeah. debate about uh, anyone doing anything oh you were privileged you had your family support we don't i have to you know help my family i cannot quit a job so w- yeah. what would be your response to that how do you respond to it i i understand yeah i have privilege in the sense i have a house i yeah. have an understanding i have a very very progressive understanding mother and i have great friends who support me and all that but it doesn't take away from how much work i put into this we also built it from nothing without any contacts or anything like that but i have no time to talk about oh we're so awesome like talk about my struggles and all of that everyone struggles but the struggle is just on different levels and i get this thing all the time that it's easy for you to start but what what am i supposed to do i can't change my life no like in the sense i i'm going to make the best of what i have Like, yeah there are a lot of people above me also or i can point out and say that oh you have everything you have no problem in life and but they have different kinds of problems and their repercussions are also very very different so i understand where they're coming from but if they think about how others are getting ahead because they have privilege instead of looking at their own life then they're not going to grow you 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 know you're in a situation if you're like i've also been in a middle class household for a long time then a lot of people question that oh you're talking english and you're talking like this and all and you're seeing your middle class what what am i supposed to do with that like middle class itself is a big spectrum and secondly the english and all of that is extra effort that i put i've been in the same school as everyone else but i read a lot more i watched a lot more movies i i worked on this craft over and over again and there are a lot of other reasons also why language all of this is important for me look at your situation and see how you can improve that instead of looking at others and complaining you're not going to grow whatever it is yeah. i understand your problem but you're not growing no what what is the point otherwise you be stuck in that and sometimes we use these situations to give ourselves excuses of not growing justifying like, yeah yeah so you you might have some insecurity that i can't do this some kind of self doubt or something like that will be there that's why we say that oh my situation is like this understood but what are you going to do next yeah so and that's what like a lot of people who apply for jobs also they say that i come from this background my parents are like this i don't have money i'm studying this i really want to do this and all that firstly that person hasn't even said what he or she wants to do what role they want to apply for that's what one thing i look at is i don't even care about a college degree 
okay yeah it doesn't matter where you come from can you do this work or not can you prove to me that you'll be taking care of this or not so the only thing i want to see is is that has that person created some work on their own that is the only thing i look for like if yeah. someone can create something on their own and is also already um, showing it to the world and everything that is all i want so yeah. if you can do that well and good otherwise i can hear about your complaints and excuses but that i am also not we are putting in this much money we are making this much money and we have to survive we have to grow the business so we are not in the business of you know giving everyone chances like giving every everyone chances because we don't have that money or any kind of a backing right yeah. we are also trying to survive your skill really matches it or if your work really matches if it if that's impressive i really don't care about anything else where you come from what is your situation all of that that is completely fine just prove it in your work whatever it is even if it's like a drawing or whatever it is at least i know that you you put in the effort right yeah. that's that's a problem that a lot of people don't understand they think that this person owes me this no no yeah. one owes you anything this is this something that anurag kashyap also said in one of his uh, talks right he said when you enter the industry you always have this choice of complaining about others oh you nepotism this guy came from here this guy came yeah. from here they have all okay you keep complaining but are you growing are you making any movies nothing he just started making movies he says this fact that no one owes you anything you owe it to yourself you have to make your place in the world the film industry is such a competitive world why should someone come to you and tell you oh yeah take this please take this we don't have any no there are hundreds of thousands of people who are landing in bombay every day trying to make something in this industry and you have to think about them also right and they all of them are skilled also how you get noticed is a completely different thing i guess that that's the only thing i can say create focus on your work and not focus on your situation everyone comes from different places no one is born equal we are born in tough circumstances but you focus on what's ahead in front of in instead of what's behind you you know uh, let's come to social media you know for both of us i think we use social media so much you know it's part of our business part of our day to day life and we have to do it but i think even you made a video about you know not really talking about the validation to get on instagram or anything like that so in in a sense you know people call us hypocrites you know you are talking about uh, you you are using the platforms for your sake and then you are telling people not to uh, you know in, indulge into it too much you know mm-hmm. how, how how do you how what's your relationship with social media that's i'm not saying don't use it i never said don't use it yeah of course no i'm talking about the yeah, don't uh, go about likes and you know uh, the validation that's what validation is important it's not that it's not important like yeah. if i'm putting something out there of course a part of it like i can't pretend to that i don't like the appreciation that i get an artist why does an artist do something like yeah. i'm not saying artist but generally if you look at an artist when he paints something there's one part that he does it for his own you know for his his or her own satisfaction another part is that you get meaning out of that earlier artists never used to make much money but the satisfaction of creating something and then other people uh, appreciating it is that serves as fuel and money for you that gives you some sort of satisfaction that money can't buy money can buy other things but it can't it can't give you this particular satisfaction so validation is important but it can't be your number one metric right yeah it can't you can't let it get to your head uh, which is very easy right now your focus is on creating first like think about that creating first think about your audience what do you find in common with uh, both of the things your personality and the audience's personality and then if it works you'll get appreciation but you can't think just about likes and then you create something because 
you will not create good work some people might be extremely talented that they know exactly what the audience wants that they just do it accordingly but running behind likes and everything it's it's just going to it's just going to fuck with your mind like it that's why instagram even stopped the like count right they stopped yeah. showing likes at one point i think now it's back but i've set it off for myself like i don't like to see how many likes other people get and all that because it really fucks with my mind so that's what i'm saying so i don't know if there's a sense of hypocrisy because i realize how validation is important but i also know that that is not my main focus area if i make it my focus area i've suffered through it i've yeah. compared my that's what the comparison part right uh, if you compare yourself to someone else you're only going to get disheartened you can look up to someone and get inspired and try to be uh, you know try to create as good work as that or even better work but if you say that no this person has more likes if i don't get it then i feel sad uh, that's it's we are we've become wired that way that we depend on this validation to even uh, live like a lot of people are really affected by this so i'm saying there is a boundary or like a, there's a line to everything beyond that if you use it it's just going to harm you you'll get to yeah. know later so that's nothing i can help with but that's what everything is fine if it's done in you know moderation yeah Do, do do you personally use social media? Yeah, I have a problem. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> no, no, I, like I have this problem. I'm talking in the sense right like I use Insta only for you know share my content, talk to people there. Uh you know like be active there with the viewers. Uh I use Facebook just to share my videos and that's it. Personally I have a personal Instagram channel I don't even you know open it. Yeah. So yeah. like uh, what Facebook, about you? Facebook I Facebook I don't use at all except for logging into Hotstar or something like or logging to <laughs> some login with facebook yeah. any app that asks for it i was very addicted to twitter at one point and uh, especially since i think especially since last year the uh, when sushant singh passed away right yeah that time i like i i i wasn't his biggest fan but i really loved that guy like i love i loved his work and yeah. i always used to look forward to his work and you know? all so i was really attached to it and then it just started uh, on twitter it just became like this horrible pile of how do you say it just became such a negative space it was extremely toxic and people just come to twitter they, they just want to uh, release all the hatred they can and i know certain people who use twitter only for that like whatever frustration they have in life they come there and then they just say bad things about things so at one point i deleted twitter from my phone for a long time i didn't use twitter for a very very long time now i have it back on my phone but now i have this realization also that when it goes beyond a certain point i'll just delete it and now twitter also i don't find it that interesting not much is happening i'm i've started following certain people who i'm learning a lot from so i'm using twitter mainly for learning yeah. so i i make it a point that whatever thing i'm putting out also is it does not as i'll try not to be negative about something Right. Yeah. I'll more try to highlight the positive things, even if it's about a film or something like that. If I don't like a film, I won't even talk about it. I'll I'll at least try to be you know non uh, non toxic about it. Sometimes some shit comes out that I can't I can't help, but uh, I'll try my best. Instagram, yeah, I use it for all of your purposes. Whatever you said, sharing my own content and all that. But sometimes you find yourself infinitely scrolling. So uh, I've set a timer for myself, like. Yeah. it can't go beyond 1 hour like you you have app timers on every phone these days so as long as you control yourself from that i think you're fine yeah i, I don't really use linkedin here and there i use just to just keep track of what's happening in that world in the professional world and all youtube is another but i i like youtube a lot 
because yeah. i know i'm really learning from it if i click something about investing youtube is going to give me much much more videos about the same thing and then i know i'm learning a lot yeah there is a point where you stop learning and you start doing something that that yeah. boundary is there uh, sometimes you spend so much time on youtube that you never get to put what you've learned into practice so that is a problem but otherwise i like youtube is something i, I really like other yeah. than that i don't really use much i think for me uh, like just because you know I, i actually put that those timers 30 30 yeah. minutes on each app and like i have to post something i have to you know remove the timer and you know do that but yeah, i think youtube yeah, yeah. youtube is like you know is like once you start like some some days there's nothing to watch and some days there's so much like what way to start from and you know yeah. there's no uh, uh, like you, you do a course right online you get a certificate you know you feel like oh you oh. did something you watch 10 yeah. great videos and you feel like oh i wasted my time you know i was just watching the screen and all of that stuff happens in your mind it's it's really yeah, I weird have, uh, yeah i have i've had this particular business idea it's not complete yet but it exactly deals with what you're talking about if you attend like a course on whatever udemy or coursera or yeah. whatever it is you get like a particular certificate if you're really learning something from any different social platforms why are we not gamifying that experience maybe yeah. like is there is there like a way to gamify that so that is something that i'm trying to work out and trying to formulate so hopefully by next year i'll have some kind of progress but there are few uh, there are few apps who are uh, how do you say gamifying the experience of learning but it is only for that particular platform yeah. it doesn't take into account like all of the stuff that you've learned and uh, this is something that you know, kunal shah also says right uh, kunal shah is the founder of yeah. Yeah. and he said a lot of time that we don't look at learning as a fun thing like it might it sounds itself like such a nerdy thing to say yeah. right? like learning is fun but the thing is if there is so much right now there's so many people who are doing really interesting things in different different fields and all of that really helps you shape your character and then get ahead in the professional world our education system all of this is wired in such a way that we've always learned no no learned is the wrong word we always studied or mucked up just to get marks or yeah. entry into certain colleges and then after that it doesn't doesn't matter there's so many unemployed uh, engineering graduates what, what about them like yeah. but now there are different platforms where you can learn from now people are also realizing that school and college is wow it's learning is not uh, the number one priority there school and college yeah. helps in a lot of things like building you and shaping you as a person like your interpersonal skills your social skills interacting with the other sex and all of that it really helps that's what learning now you can learn from pretty much anywhere do you think uh, you know i had saved this for later but let's come to this uh, huh. do you think uh, covid has helped change the like the industry like with all these uh, education apps and all of that 100% is changed like whatever change was going to come 10 or 15 late years later has come it's just the world has fast tracked by like by like it has played, like, played a catalyst right 100% it it's it's just speed up sped up a lot of things like if i had to talk to you right we, would we have had this chance before covid i i no. very much doubt it if we might have to uh, maybe some kind of magical coincidence has to happen time in goa and then that time we meet do this over person but now everything is so simple yeah and that especially in terms of learning also there are so many new apps that have come out and now people don't have to spend so much on college degrees or doing the specialized course and everything so in this anyone who comes from a slightly underprivileged background who don't have because parents save so much for you know your education and everything right and they take student loans and all that all of that is going to disappear like down the line you can learn from pretty much 
anywhere only thing is there are few certain apps who are uh, using learning the wrong way i think like teaching coding to four year olds or yeah that i i don't know maybe maybe four year olds are different now but <laughs> i think you don't need the pressure of coding at that particular point of time and it might have started with the right intention of empowering kids to you know get into coding from an early age i don't know what the intentions are but the repercussions are very different because parents are still indian parents they will put extra pressure to go like create like get very strong at coding go yeah. uh, get high marks and all of that you don't need that pressure at that early age and there are quite a few people who are very vocal about do you know nilesh mishra yeah uh yeah from the slow interviews yeah. right so he talks about this particular thing a, ro- a lot about white hat junior and i think byju's also i'm not very sure but white hat junior definitely talks about that my children don't need this kind of pressure and i don't think any child should take this kind of pressure at 4 years old like let yeah. children you know live like live their childhood instead of you know being bogged yeah so there's like good and bad it's it's done a lot for the learning industry but through all of this also i think i i see quite a few uh, friends parents who are teachers who are really struggling with this online uh, learning thing it's it's hell like you have to look at 40 50 students and their parents are also slightly technologically they're not very up to the mark right yeah. in the sense they they really struggle with that and you you don't have that connection and when especially when the students are writing an exam they have to write an exam in front and how can you look at 50 different screens and that to sm- small small and you have to pay attention whether they're copying or not and everything so i think in that way it's is really bad but what else can you do right coming to the education system right like what what i one thing i found right that we we are never taught how to learn ourselves you know the self study part how yeah. to research we are never taught that and yeah. i think i i faced that throughout my life like i remember you know going to uh, when i joined my college uh, i did the animation course and you know they asked me uh, what do you know about animation and i told them you know i'm i don't know anything and i'm here so you know i i don't i don't want to have any preconceived notions you know which uh, you know go against what you will teach me and i told this, this to my father like you know i i said this in my interview and he said nice good today i'm like what nonsense was that you know when i entered the college right there were uh, so there were people like me who know nothing there were people like who already knew all the things and throughout the college time they were taking you know freelance jobs so mm-hmm. that was the you know the big divide in our classroom so when even when our edu- like the theory classes were there because you know the the majority or the people who are you know in the limelight they didn't want to ha- attend it the classes would be shifted or cancelled or let's just study this and you know so i f- you know because they already knew all like uh, wanted to work instead of study you know my knowledge got uh, my education time got uh, you know uh, uh, sacrificed and yeah. i felt you know then but that forced me to study on my own you know find out how to do things on my own and i think throughout my life uh, even you know when i started youtube i had no idea what to do you know i just sound i should take like you know edit in windows media maker then edit in other uh, uh, you know software because I, i didn't want to get into premiere it felt so you know difficult and today i feel like yeah. it's yeah it, it's so easy why didn't i do it you know it's because i didn't want to go out and search and today i know that skill if i want to do something go you know look uh, look up i have watched so many videos as i said on youtube you know which i learn i have so much knowledge from the videos you know not yeah. from uh, my experiences or my education so it's like it's so sometimes you know intuiting that why people don't want to do anything you know p- people study because they're forced to they're going to school because they're forced to they they want yeah. to give exams because they're forced to if you don't they'll yeah. not do anything you know it's it's so yeah. sad and later then we are all of them are struggling i think it's a very cultural thing 
in india it's all about syllabus yeah these are the textbooks your school is also going to tell you don't you are not encouraged to ask questions yeah if you ask a question about some particular subject even if it's about history uh, teacher will be like don't act too smart okay right. don't ask these unnecessary questions and all that or they'll say okay ask me after class yeah come to my tuition and ask me uh, or they'll just disappear <laughs> after class they won't be there and even parents will be like they, they're also bound by this thing that only if you study this will you get this in your life us as a culture we are always like look at this and then this will happen that's all look at a textbook this will happen for example if i think it's israel okay uh, in israel from an early age when a uh, child goes to school and comes back after uh, comes back home after school the parents don't ask what did you do today okay they ask what question did you ask today yeah right and when we do this from such an early age as a person as a culture as a society you become much more curious right israel is uh, one of the brightest nations in the sense the people who come out of their students who come out of there and all that they have so much more knowledge about the world i'm not saying they are the best or anything like that but in terms of curiosity in terms of learning they know a lot more about different issues different world is because they are taught to ask questions they are taught to question things and be curious from a very early age that is something that we don't have over here you can't you don't know whom to blame because we have it's a miracle that this country has survived for this long yeah right? without things could be much worse is what i'm saying we are not we are not one country we are 28 countries living in one particular border we have so many differences and over that we've somehow made it work and we've seen a lot of struggle we we were like very prosperous nation british came took a lot of it away then we spent the rest of like 50 60 years trying to recover we're still recovering from that unemployment so many things happened population basically. you have these many resources you have this much population so yeah. you have to fight and uh, you know it's it's all survival of the fittest so i think learning and like learning in the sense curiosity has never been our uh, priority because we have too many other problems to deal with but again like it's a case with individual people also you can't use that as an excuse it is a fact it is a reality but what can you do after this and i don't know how indian education is changing things i'm not very sure i think they have a few new subjects and all that but still it's going to take quite a while to build that curiosity but yeah that's what covid also has kind of fast tracked all of this yeah. like you can learn anything now it's only a matter of whether you put in the effort or not now yeah that's as simple as that whoever puts in the effort will get jobs will get more money will be able to create more things otherwise you'll be stuck in a job that a lot of people do that's completely fine but down the line your jobs might not even be there it might get automated or some other that industry might disappear whatever if you don't constantly learn then you're going to disappear that's yeah harsh reality and you know about asking questions you know i uh, remember these uh, did you did you take science in 11 12 yeah 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 so remember these uh, you know uh, like uh, labs chemistry lab and all used to go practicals yeah yeah it was just about okay you saw the book do the same thing fill it in your journal submit it you ask yeah. any question they're like why are you asking questions and you yeah, know th- and they and i understand their situation you know they have to do it fast otherwise they have to take up time you know extra time then they'll be you know shouted at why they the students have not completed and it's all about f- finish this submit it go study because your uh, board exams are coming and we want you to get a good result so our school's name is you know popular yeah. oh, we got so many pass outs like it's just a race <laughs> yeah and also teachers like over here or even anywhere 
I don't think teachers get paid enough. Yeah. Like they're supposed to get paid the most. You might say that money is not the most important thing, but it is an incentive, right? For an for a teacher to spend extra effort on one particular person when there are 60 70 people in a class yeah a child asks something if you want to spend extra effort in it it has to be worth something there are some people who some teachers who are very very uh, whole hearted about their teaching they take extra effort irrespective of what money they make teaching is a real passion to them but for most other people teaching is a job and if it doesn't pay you enough then there's no incentive to perform better or to inspire more people just do your job and uh, get lost that's all that yeah. that's their motive you can't that's what you don't know whom to blame in this you know it's you like our uh, education is about fear you know it's not about curiosity yeah. i still get nightmares that my 12th board exams are here and i have not studied you know i still yeah. get those nightmares i <laughs> i get it like once or twice a week that i failed in maths or i failed in computer science and i'm st- and even after i wake up from the dream for, for some time i really think yeah oh oh shit my life is completely fucked now i failed this maths exam then i realize oh i'm 30 years old i don't have to worry about this <laughs> okay coming uh, are you satisfied in life no have you reached at that point <laughs> no But what is satisfaction what is satisfaction for you what is satisfaction right now i'm thinking a lot about financial satisfaction not for me to buy more things and everything like that it's 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 really not about material yeah um, pleasure i'm thinking about whether if when i'm 50 or 60 years old will i be okay yeah right will, will i be like okay in the sense i would still want to be working creating things at that particular point of time but will i have enough to support me at that point so that's what i'm trying to work towards right now i'm trying to but there are few things about which i'm satisfied in life like in terms of my relationship i'm more or less I, i there's like a sense of comfort right you don't have to pretend to be something else you can just be who you are and then you know that there's a person in your life who really cares about you so in that in terms of my family all of that i'm satisfied but yeah financial satisfaction in, in terms of the future and all is something that i'm worried about what is satisfaction um a really deep question <laughs> what is satisfaction i guess it's not having fear of something going wrong hmm. i guess like you're fine you don't have everything but yeah. this is okay you don't have to be afraid of losing everything i think that i think that's satisfaction for me if you ask me right now if you ask me because it's it's a very deep question yeah but what what is it according to you ah uh, you know uh so i also quit my job uh, it was internship and they were giving me like a <laughs> job after that and i said no because i didn't enjoy it and i think one thing i realized is i hate being helpless you know right. that i cannot control what i'm doing that's when i'm really pissed off so i think for me satisfaction would be when that never happens i'm in a mm-hmm. situation uh, you know where i'm in control of everything you know i i don't drink uh, it's not first of all it's, i don't you know taste i don't get it like why <laughs> <laughs> you know the other thing is that you know maybe the people say you know once you try just getting drunk you know lose control i'm like no i don't want to you know, that that's the fear that's the fear of you know losing myself you know that yeah. the control that i think i i'm a control freak i would say yeah so i think for yeah. me that is satisfaction when i i i am in control that's that's why i'm satisfied now yeah. Yeah. the money thing you know recently uh, you know watching you watching tanmay uh, uh, learning about financial freedom before that i was like you know i'm ha- very happy with what room i have with this one laptop this setup i'm i'm having a blast of my life but when i learn about financial freedom i understood okay that's the reason i want to earn money not because i don't care about getting bikes watches i have yeah. no uh, craze of for these things uh, you know but just enough money 
to support this and you know have enough money for my family and everyone i am done i am that's it for me i am very happy mm-hmm. doing this uh, you know and that what's i think the pro- i think the process matters and let's let's come to this man we have to talk about this <laughs> oh wow yeah 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 and i think these it's it's becoming a meme now in the comment sections <laughs> really? going, yeah like which comment I, section i think the recent ones uh, uh video uh without this book mentioned cannot happen <laughs> oh, okay yeah yeah, yeah. i Naval Ravikant and Atomic Habits. I think yeah, yeah, mentioned yeah. about it. But man, this film, I'm, I'm, I'm taking it slow. Uh, I'm, I think at thirty, forty pages till now. Uh, just highlighting what I liked, and uh, yeah, man, like you know, it's, it's, it's stuff that you know, but you don't, you don't understand it. And you know, this yeah. happens. You know, when I watch a movie like uh, uh, Too Big to Fail and uh, The Big Shot about the recession and two thousand eight, uh-huh. and you know, when I'm watching, I'm like, okay, I get it. but after the movie i cannot explain what really happened yeah. you know that was the situation i think in the books like this uh, navels uh, jorogan podcast these things help you to yeah. decode it and under, like frame it in a way that you oh, oh get, you, i get it now you yeah. know that the whole thing about uh, you know uh, it's not about the goal it's about the process it's about the system you build in if it's yeah. a go- you know if i think the line is uh, if a goal is failed it's it's a system is failed it's a flawed system something like that hmm. but yeah you you tell me <laughs> i'll just look for it see that, that it's exactly why i like this book in the sense you know all of these things in the sense you are aware of all of these things it's inside you yeah but the thing is we are so busy with our lives just doing one thing from the other that we fail to look at ourselves from another perspective and that's that's what this author has done like yeah he's he's observed the human psychology from and like an out of body experience he sees yeah. that this is what happens like simple stuff like he says if you want to work out right keep your workout clothes the first thing that if you want to work out in the morning keep your workout clothes right next to your bed the first thing in the morning right yeah it's a trigger to perform better or you uh if you keep your shoes like out there like in the first thing that you step out you see your workout shoes it is better than it being inside the cupboard it is a very small difference but it makes so much of an, an impact and yeah. the, i tried it and it works that's what it's this thing about likes and everything like we discussed earlier that is not that is an out that's an outcome of what you do but if you think only about that then you're going to fail like after 3 4 days you'll stop doing it or whatever 3 4 months you'll stop doing it but if you really think that okay this is me this is what i do not that i am going to do this or this is the goal i'm working towards no this is what i do and i just work accordingly i'm serving this image something i i've really started like since this book i really started looking at life as like a video game like a never ending infinite video game yeah there are different levels but there is no point at which it ends maybe there is but i don't want to think about that it's all about getting that score up right you do this your score goes up you do this it goes minus but it is not like you're competing against anyone it's it's a your life is like a single player game and it's all about getting better at the score yeah it doesn't matter if you die you you're going to come back you get another chance you do it you do it you do it and the score keeps going up and there is no point at which the score will break or something like that it just keeps going up and your identity your personality along with that score also keeps getting stronger so i i have not had this much of an impact from any other book in a very long time this book i think before this it was uh, shoe dog which i could relate to a lot in terms of impact like i couldn't put the book down i finished in like one and a half days or two days or something like that. i i just couldn't stop it because it was just telling me things 
that I know already and it was telling me that oh yeah you're right about this so when you get that from a book it, it really helps and the thing is it's so simple yeah. unlike other books right when it says something you think that oh oh kya bol diya like amazing philosophy oh ma but then you can't apply it in your life like you like oh what what does this mean how do i do this but this is like you can you can start right then and there they're freaking and, graphs <laughs> Sorry? and charts and graphs in this like about how to do it yeah yeah you know yeah. it's like outstanding and the the author also he 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 really believes in this like he really really believes in this because when you buy the book you just don't buy the book you get access to his newsletter and everything he gives you like these worksheets and all of that it comes in your mail you just enter your link and then it comes in your mail and all that in his newsletter which he puts out i think every friday or something he does this 3 2 1 thing like uh, uh, three ideas that i have two philosophies one quote or something like that and he's really he's built that image uh, like he like it's such an inspiring identity like uh, the idea of this is who i am and this, i'm going to de- dedicate my life to this so and he he's really consistent with his beliefs and everything is what i'm saying so it yeah. goes much beyond the book it is it's actually a life like it's like a it's like a lifestyle like yeah. if you do this you're bound to get better there is no chance you you can't get better i love this quote uh, you don't you do not rise to the level of your goals you fall to the level of your systems yeah yeah this yeah, is an yeah. amazing line <laughs> yeah and the book is full of this like every yeah. page there's like a line like this that just blows your mind and it's not yeah. like hard to understand that leaves you confused also you know i, I was uh, uh, re listening to the naval jorgen podcast uh, in the night and in the morning just to you know prepare for this and uh, you know it was i, I realized one thing that uh, you know two years back if i had you know when it came out i would i wouldn't have related to it or understood it i think yeah. now that i have these questions i have experienced things and i'm looking for answers this video answers it 100% you know it's like it's like very weird you know like you know recommending it to i i know when i watched it like everyone used to watch it i shared it on my youtube i shared it on my discord people and people were like ah, okay i don't know okay he's like i'm like what happened like why is it connecting with me not with people you know and then yeah. i realized it okay they don't they are not asking it yet you know they don't they are not asking what he's telling you know that yeah. maybe yeah. that's the reason see uh this is one like a much more relatable like simple example is a movie right there are so many movies that i didn't like the first time i watched for example take pulp fiction Okay. I watched it for the first time on my brother's VCD or something that he had. I think I was 10 or 11 years old when I tried watching Pulp Fiction and he says it's the best movie in the world. My brother said it's like the one of the best movies ever made this Tarantino. I didn't know who Tarantino was at that time. I watched it I'm like what the fuck is this? What is going on? Uh why are these people not doing anything? Why are they talking all the time? Then I watched it 15 years later and it is completely different. Yeah. It is the same movie. That that movie hasn't changed, but you have changed, right? Yeah. That's what. So a movie is like a mix. Like I said, it's a mix of that story and your life story. You've seen so much. You've seen more movies. You've had little more wisdom or more experiences that have uh, shaped you in different ways. And so you look at the same thing in a different perspective. And there are so many different movies like this. Luck by chance, also. Yeah. I didn't like it at first, but now I get the struggle. And I watched it. three times in 3 days like recently like few months ago i made a uh, like my wife watch it we watch it together and then i watch it another time that's the same thing what you're talking about right you have to go through certain experiences in life or get to something has to happen to you and uh, then you'll start relating to things otherwise you don't you won't relate to it and it's that's also completely fine you'll get it at some point yeah you know one thing neil talks about you know that uh, we we uh, act like we want to sound smart and that's that's so true right like even yeah. for you like for balwaj rangan like i like 
I have to say something so they get impressed. They like, oh, this guy knows his shit. And, you know, they are like thinking about me, and I have to, you know, impress them. And uh, you know, it's 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 true, right? It's you know, yeah. It's it's like uh, maybe once uh, you know the first was that quote: first impression is the last impression. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, being an introvert, uh, that's that's not in our favor. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I completely get that. Like even when I was like uh, trying to do conversations with other people, like especially with uh, BR, like Baroda Jankar, even I was like, oh, how I have to do something. Like I have to make something different. So I tried coming up with a concept, and then I tried being smart about it. But we are wired that way. We can't we can't help it. Uh, but yeah. people like Nawal also help you understand that the the real skill is try to explain the most complex things. in the most simplest way possible that's that's what really works like any anyone can confuse people whether unintentionally or intentionally people tend to confuse other people but if you take a concept and if you can explain it like you're explaining it to a 5 year old that's like a real skill and that's what i'm i'm also trying my best to work at like earlier what whenever i used to say something most people won't get it because i am also thinking in my head at the same time while talking on how to make this sound smart and intelligent that's not the point yeah. your aim is to make someone understand something in the best way possible in the most simplest way possible then comes the next layer of making it in the most interesting way possible so whoever has this particular skill is going to go far in life and that too and right, uh, the thing you said about people not wanting to ask questions or look for something right i've faced it so many times like i get so many dms uh, on instagram asking me such questions which they can easily find out on their own like yeah. it takes one second of you know like a google search to get the answer where is this movie playing okay yeah. if i'm if i'm suggesting a movie people ask me where is this movie playing i mean just google it you'll get it you'll get it in one second now i'm i've started to look at this like instead of looking at it as an irritating thing or a problem i want to look at it as an opportunity people are have lesser and lesser time or they feel like they have lesser and lesser time so automatically they ask lesser questions they're less curious about things so how can you use that to your advantage make that into something in the sense telling people about something helping people discover something and which they can't do themselves this again nawal says this right you get wealthy by creating things which society doesn't know how to get yet yeah yeah they know they want it but they don't know how to get it. and the answer is here is clear like they they also know how to get it so google search but use that to your advantage man that that guy you know and you know one just a warning thing that it's not that okay he he said this he's a great guy so we should like every word he says it's yeah. you know we'll listen it's not like if he something say something i don't i disagree with i'll disagree with it you know i don't have to agree whatever he says right you know yeah. never never like you know put people on pedestal just use exactly. whatever he's saying for your benefit and move on like that's yeah. that's really important uh so i'm reading this book right now the almanac of uh, naval it's almost over so in that also uh, the forward the forward of the book is by tim ferris okay tim ferris is another great podcaster life coach all of yeah. that so he's a good, very good friend of naval and he says this particular thing that the thing about naval is that uh, he realizes that people put people on a pedestal and treat them like gods and everything and his aim is that he puts out things to the world and he tries to get people to question it like they are free to question uh, him or his beliefs but you have to come prepared for it because he has certain answers which will convince you otherwise yeah. so uh, that that's that's really true about like how we put so much 
especially in, in our country we create gods out of so many people we have so many gods firstly yeah. which are already there according to different religions and everything and uh, then we make gods out of politicians out of actors out of celebrities and we think that whatever they say whatever they do is right but we don't know what is going on in their life we don't know what all flaws they have or what they really thinking we have we have no idea and when we do hear something bad about them there are two reactions either you completely support that person saying that is impossible and everything like that and you fight with other people for that the second reaction is that your entire idea of uh, this image gets destroyed and you, you you lose a little bit of belief in yourself also like you're like how can i build, how did i put my belief in such a person i'm i'm not worth this there's a lot of shame and guilt and all of those things so yeah this this thing of making gods out of people is it's harmful for like any society like it doesn't help you grow in any way why, why do you think it is like this because it's like is is it again back to how like you know as you said right you're getting dms about like where is the movie like we are so spoon fed throughout our lives that we just you know don't know like you know that i don't know what i don't know and i felt that throughout my life a lot you know and yeah. like you know how to how to know like uh, you know hopefully this podcast helps people to where to begin with if you're lost you know where to start from and how to start from you know that's 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 yeah. a big I, big thing i don't theme. know if yeah i hope that happens uh, i don't people are going to have some enlightening experience <laughs> something not like that but yeah the simple thing like simple thing i want to take like put forward as a takeaway for just just be curious about things just try to be curious it'll just being curious just helps you live a better life that's uh, it just makes your life so much more interesting step out of whatever you know and you don't have that's what even in terms of traveling right you say that traveling changes your life and everything like that and i felt it i can't really explain it to people because again they'll see a see travel as privilege yeah right? like oh you have money so you're traveling i worked hard for it like i worked hard my ass off to save 6 months worth of my salary for for this particular trip and i i have done that i've not taken money from someone else and i've done that to experience it but again now travel is also not like you don't have to travel to some other country to experience something if you're from chennai and you go to madurai you learn something new even in chennai if you live in a particular area if you go to another area which you don't know anything about you learn something new you learn about some restaurant over there the food which you don't get in your area you'll maybe look at some some place that people hang out at which gives you like a new perspective or something so it's really not about money or something like that so travel is one thing and even like a google search everything is at your fingertips right if you just ask one question on google it's going to reward you with so much even if you watch a single youtube video if you lo- just say like what is what is personal finance if you just look at that or think of something simple what is that stock market it's just you don't know anything about the stock market just write stock market on youtube watch one video youtube is just going to throw more and more of that shit onto you and then it is up to you to absorb absorb yeah. all of the, those things so yeah a uh, short version of what, whatever i want to say is just just be curious is yeah it it just goes just makes life so much more interesting yeah do you think it's the fear of change that's why we're not asking questions because we are comfortable and they, we know that if we ask questions if we figure out something new it will change things yeah that is that is there 100% because you know the, it's weird that some people say that you know there are there are some people who make fun of your knowledge yeah 
I don't know if it's happened to you. If they say that if you know about a fact or something, or if you know, if you look at movies a certain way, for example, you're like, oh, you're you're acting too smart. What is acting too smart? I have put extra effort to learn something. Exam me aega kya? Yeah, yeah, that's that's, that's what, I've heard a lot. <laughs> exactly. So people are used to like a certain template, and yeah. they feel that if you are anything. subconsciously if you are anything outside of this particular circle of society you might be looked down upon or they, that's what that fear of change comes out of that the the fear of non conforming to what everyone else is doing because most people uh, especially in our country we think about what others think rather than thinking about our own happiness right yeah plays your plays an important role in pretty much everything what you're studying who you're talking to who you're getting married to uh, how much money you're making what uh, what house you're living in everything is very simple example i don't know who said this i i think it was again kunal shaunvi he says that uh, in indian houses the hall is always really decorated yeah the living room <laughs> you have the best sofa you have a big tv you have these all show pieces and everything and whenever you go to that person's house the host of that house whoever lives there he's telling you about one one thing and all of those but when you go to uh, the person's bedroom usually when you're visiting someone's house you don't go to the bedroom right yeah but actually that bedroom will have nothing you'll have one bed and basic things which is okay completely fine if you look at an american household their living room will be very normal it'll be just functional seating but their bedroom will have these particular lights they'll have like your bookshelf and all of all of those things nearby Wow. So they really care about their individual happiness, their perfect, their space, their private space, much more than what other people's perception of uh, them is. Of course, yeah. they also have, they also put a lot of value in material things and everything like that. But their own happiness comes first. Yeah. Over here, other people's happiness comes first. Like not other people's happiness, other people's approval, other people's perception of uh, your life or what level you are at is what is more important. and that works in two ways there is positive and negative in this here we are much more closer to our families we are much more generous to other families we we stand up for other not stand up for other people but we are there to support your closest people yeah it really plays a negative role in how happy you are people people don't realize that this is a very short life you don't know when you're going to go you're going to go 100% but people yeah. think that they are immortal for some reason rather they are always living in the fear of death rather than just you know they are so afraid to do certain things which might end up as mistakes yeah so they never do it so they just stay in that bubble let's just keep our head down and do what everyone does and then we'll disappear but you're human for a reason like we get to do things that animals can't do they can't even think of doing those things so might as well make the best use of you know what you have whatever little life you have that's really interesting and, and it's you know sometimes a alienating experience also because mm-hmm. You know, first of all, there is this criticism, right? Oh, you are following the West. <laughs> you know, following them, following the West, becoming a Westerner oh, yeah, yeah. because that's how they think. You know, and in a family, like I don't care about what I'm wearing. You know, you know, I I don't I can't guess what I'm wearing under, right? Whatever is visible, it's okay. That's it. Go home. Yeah. You know, that's done. But the family, you know, doesn't approve of that. Why, no, do things like this. You know, why? No, you you don't care, but we care. You know, and yeah. there's a, always a f- this friction you face, right? And it's yeah. really sometimes really you know goes. Uh, and it's really difficult to make them understand. Uh, and it's yeah. it's you know hard. You know, uh, for us, it's wrong to you know ask them to forget what your whole life is has been about. Forget what have you have learned and believed in because I'm saying this today. and it's, yeah. it's really hard you know to say that 
yeah but uh, that's what but you have to be empathetic about them also yeah especially you don't have to care about every single person you meet you have a certain family and you have a few friends this is what i believe in for a long time i didn't even think about what my family thinks and all of those things but now i I've, i've realized how important the few people in my life are because they've always been there for me for whatever so a few things i can do for them and few things which i absolutely don't believe in i'll just be honest your parents love you at the end of the day they yeah. they want your happiness deep down they want your your happiness they are just somehow distracted or sometimes uh, they need the approval of people around them because that's how they've been brought up and they can't change after 50 60 years they can't change overnight right they yeah. their perception can't change overnight so you also have to put in the extra effort of you know helping them understand certain things or at least helping them come to a point where you agree to disagree these few things i'll do just don't worry about it they need some sort of like a security like they need some belief that you will be fine yeah. especially when it comes to studies and all especially when it comes to careers and everything right in three idiots again at the end of uh, when uh, farhan right madhavan's yeah. character goes to his dad and he says that i might not make the most money in the world but if i do this i'll be happy isn't that what you want yeah and it works out it you have to put that extra effort so children are also so afraid of talking to their parents they think that yeah. they're monsters or you know someone who's going to like just destroy but at the end of the day they're still your parents yeah what they they do want your happiness so you also have to put a little bit extra effort uh, coming to youtube hmm. uh, do, do you edit yourself yeah yeah the whole video i, I love the editing yeah. by the way uh, it's you know That's it's like fun, a trance it's like you get into the video oh. and then you take you me through this journey and then you end it with such a conclusion and you know like oh wow i i didn't realize where the time went so love right. that editing right. <laughs> Right. my my wife complains that like for a few videos she's like what what the fuck it it just it's just so <laughs> bland like it's just going like this so i think yeah uh, i i get this thing about editing but i really don't know what it is but i i know i love the process that's why yeah. a lot of people when 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 they send their uh, profiles like if, if you need an editor or anything like that i for now at least uh, for the next foreseeable future i can't do that because editing is a process that i really enjoy a lot Like yeah when when i'm editing i'm i'm in some other world like as like i'm watching interstellar or premium right i disappear into that world and i'm playing around with different thing it feels like it really feels like when you're a child and you're just t- discovering like a new toy and placing things around sometimes it gets frustrating because there's a, always a self sense of like a self doubt whether people will get this or not yeah. or whether people will find this interesting is it too boring is it too long should i cut it short should i do these this thing and all is there but when you're actually in that process when you're playing around and then when you see a particular example when something happens when a music hits a particular beat right it's a dopamine rush yeah. so that is something that i really want to do and i can't explain this editing style to someone else also if i want to hire someone in the future or something like that i yeah. i won't be able to explain this like i don't know it's not it's not about good or bad but it's me it's like my yeah. personality in that so it's when people ask uh explain your editing process i really find it difficult like uh, i i think a lot of really established editors also will say the same thing like there's this video by uh, every frame of painting yeah uh, how, how does an editor think and feel right and uh, he also struggles to do that and there are also these established editors who say that you cut on instinct and not on knowledge you yeah. have your tools but everything is about instinct you feel it and you know that this is going to make 
going to make the audience feel a certain way and that yeah. is editing and it really can't be explained there are few te- techniques and all can be explained but that process of or how to edit you, you can't really encapsulate i think that's that's what makes the video right you know it's it's kind yeah. of a storytelling you know you are telling a story yeah. and and there's always like the footage you shoot is nothing uh, you know like what you have posted at the end it's a very yeah. different thing you know the way you cut it the way you add you know pauses what you add to the video and yeah. i think that, that process is really you know takes a lot of time and uh, efforts but that's what you know makes it fun you know just recording yeah. even okay live streaming is okay i don't don't need to edit it's out there but it's fun to interact with people but yeah. you know when i want them to think this when i want them to you know show this to them you know how would they respond how would they react to it and then yeah. going to the yeah. comments i think that's where the all the fun you know it is that that's that's what i like <laughs> yeah yeah okay uh, talking about the balance in life like have you found that balance between family your work and now youtube and <laughs> no i don't i i don't i know i'm not going to find that for a few years i've given up the idea of finding balance because especially when uh, i'm not saying one is better than the other but if you have a government job right yeah example you go at this time you do certain things sign few things make some whatever presentation and then work on sanctions and everything by 5 o'clock that world ends yeah you don't have you don't have to think about that at all because that's about the government and you come back to your own life yeah you have to think about your problems and everything maybe you'll think about your colleagues at work but other than that absolutely nothing it's not going to affect your this you you go 20 23 days a day 23 days a month you get this particular salary after a few um, months or years you'll get promotion there's like a ladder you'll get up you don't have to think about anything so sometimes i was i'm like will, will that life be better you know yeah. like yeah yeah some you look at these uh, some also i feel this thing about knowledge and overthinking also um because i i i really i don't know i have not gotten it diagnosed or anything yet but i have this anxiety of overthinking and everything and it really it really plays a part in interpersonal relationships and everything like that so sometimes i feel like if i knew less if i didn't do this if if i didn't know about this thing if i was just doing what other people are doing would i have been more happier because i know a couple of friends who are really happy uh, in that life yeah. there are also a lot of people who are very unhappy or they are rather they are just going with the flow without doing anything yeah the idea of balance completely disappeared because in a creative job you are always thinking of creating something new and especially the entrepreneur part is one thing that it just consumes your entire life yeah. uh not not in some not in a show offy way or something like that but really you are you are not only thinking about yourself but you are thinking about your company you are thinking about the people the salaries you are your funds and uh, what new you are going to give to the audience so it's it's like a full time job and you find it hard when you are having these conversations again with your partner or with your friends you are talking about the same things over and over again or rather you you're just talking about work most of the time because work doesn't there's no distinction of work work is your life life is your work so yeah. i i don't have this idea of balance i've given up and yeah. now i'm actually finding it uh, fun and suppose i feel that it's getting too much uh, like example i i plan to shoot i plan to write on saturdays and then shoot on sundays sometimes it doesn't happen sometimes i feel like no i'm not doing this shit okay even if i enjoy it i sometimes i just want to sit and do absolutely nothing or just watch 
some show or movie all day long uh, something like that and just not move order in something eat and just just pass out like that sometimes it's fine to do that so when I, whenever I, i feel it's getting a little to my head or something i just i make it a point to just stop but regular work life balance does not exist unfortunately <laughs> you know i i just uh, i get so much flack from my family right now uh because you know. they are eating and i'm like no i have a video i have to edit it i have to put it out you know like and they like uh, i my father like i just came back home you know now you are working now where, where I, i didn't even meet you and all like how to you know like it's it doesn't work like you know they're like you you are your own boss who has to who have to answer no that doesn't it doesn't work like that you know yeah. it's so hard sometimes to explain all these things uh, but it's better in the sense like what what your dad saying is also right Yeah. Sense, you also need a, a certain work from uh, like break from work it's better for your body and for your mind if you're just stuck to your whatever gaming chair and your your editing chair and you're just doing that i felt myself getting uh, you know i feel the pain now like for for a long time if i sit 6 hours continuously and edit i really feel it so i i make it a point to get off every now and then go have some water go talk and come and there are few things that i do as part of my day in the starting uh in in every morning most of the time i i make chai and then we sit and then we have chai and we talk or we are either journaling or something like that so there are particular stipulated times for few things like, like there's a routine and a routine really helps sometimes your work routine can go off balance and he's right about you being your own boss right in the sense if as long as you plan a little bit of in advance that i'm going to do this during this time and other time i'm going to chill or be with family or something so i guess you're also right he's also right in some particular way you have to do what you have to do what he's saying to take a break and then spend time with family that that's also important yeah but yeah again it's about finding a balance right do do you, do you have downtimes uh creative blocks yeah. downtimes creative block no no i i don't have, no uh, in the sense ideas are not the problem at all like the motivation at any point of him motivation yeah motivation is always a problem like uh, but i i don't get this creative block of of having a trouble with idea flow and with ideas are always there 200 300 ideas at any uh, yeah. particular point of time it's about choosing what to pick on which is it is interesting it's also frustrating downtime 100% is there like sometimes uh, especially when you're running a company uh, along along with your partners whatever it is you still feel like ah i i, I can't do this today i really can't do this today i don't have motivation to shoot or edit or do anything like that so it it does happen pretty much yeah pretty much every day do, do you have anything like any escape from it or something you watch something uh, you read something that helps you out i i try to go for walks i my basic this thing is to go uh, go out for like one one and a half hours like walking jogging pretty much five days a week uh, apart from that yeah i i just sit and uh, i i watch some show or something or now i've i used to draw a lot before like sit and then just just it's not good or anything but just sit and take your mind off from everything else and then draw and, or just chill like yeah. uh, i don't know how to explain chilling but <laughs> just do nothing sometimes yeah. when you do nothing right the most interesting ideas come up during that yeah, time also. true true we don't get that aspect of doing nothing very often like we feel yeah. that we don't have time in our lives to do absolutely nothing no it's everything is going to be there that show is going to be there that movie is going to be there your work is going to be everything is going to be there you only have to escape from it and come that is not disappearing anywhere yeah there is enough content enough stuff in the world to keep you occupied but you have to find your way you have to find your whatever sanctuary that you call it 
Uh, last question. Uh, I always ask this. Do you believe in leaving behind a legacy? No, man. I used to think, uh, but I, I, I. There's no point in this legacy bullshit. But I, what I feel is that I'm part of this. Like, if you take the ancient pyramids, right? You don't know who the sculptor is. Like, you don't know the particular name of. You don't know whether Ramesh worked on putting that brick or not. Okay, Egyptians are not yeah. Ramesh, but example. <laughs> you don't know Got who it. did it, but there were like some ten or hundred thousand Rameshes who worked together and made that pyramid happen, and that is existing even today and going to exist for centuries after this. And that is who I want to be. Like in the sense, I want to be one Ramesh who just does his work. Is this one small part of? a very very big puzzle which hopefully helps more and more people that's what with every video or whatever that i do i don't want to be the be all end all solution or someone who's been thought about for a long time but when i started out i didn't have too many people in like around or some role models or anything all the role models that i had was apart from my mom and certain friends everything that i had was over the internet who have like people's movies who i watched like example tarantino for example even though he makes these violent gory movies and everything but there is a certain passion that goes into creating his vision so people like this are what have inspired me but they didn't intend to impress some random ronak in some different corner of the world or something they put everything into it and they made it happen so i just want to be the same thing yeah. i don't want to be i don't care about being remembered but if whatever work i do if it helps someone start something new especially in our country who uh, people really find it difficult to start certain things like the stuff that you said about their situation their background their family's approval or anything so there's always so many doubts or this thing that they have can i do this will i be okay if i do this whatever work i put out it should be a small driving factor in someone making a certain decision yeah. like a song exists for like a 4 minute song can like brighten up your day like that yeah. that's enough the intention was something different but that's enough so that's really what i want to yeah. legacy and all is not important you know the the title of this podcast is like you know movies and entrepreneurship and you know you uh, took something you really loved movies and you know build a business around it what, what would you your advice to people who want to do this want to take something they really love and build up something like this do it by all means but realize that entrepreneurship is really not as glamorous as you think it is you see the startup culture in bangalore and all that everyone's getting funded you know it's not like that those are stories of like 5 or 10 people yeah. but you don't see the million people who are struggling every day so i'm i'm not saying this is the hardest thing in the world or something like that, but it's a really different ball game you have to be prepared for it and just make sure that you have a base like especially like a financial base whatever you put in just aim to recover more than that 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 is basically business if you can do that that's completely fine and aim at try to create something which does not exist or it develops on an idea uh, that already exists but it's it's like offering something new to people doesn't have to necessarily if it helps someone in their life like if it's solving a particular problem it's great that is yeah. what tech companies mostly do but other than that if it has some influence in some person's life if you create something that people get joy out of whatever for focus on that particular thing focus on your end consumer and just listen to that your their, them uh you know their feelings are more important than whatever brilliant idea or whatever you had so this money thing and your end consumer that's that's all yeah. but yeah you i think you have to take a step 
what you learn in one month of entrepreneurship cannot be learned out of like four or six years of your studies or if you're doing some MBA or something, it can't teach you that. It can teach yeah. you a lot of basic things. Idea of working uh, as an entrepreneur in a startup, whatever it is, it teaches you so many things that most other things don't. And it really humbles you. Yeah. Uh, it, whatever idea you have about yourself, whatever, if you feel elevated, this is going to just punch you in the face and tell you to shut the fuck up and sit down. There's a lot that you have to learn and come. So it's a really humbling experience. Yeah, man. Thank, thanks for doing this. This was amazing. Uh, it yeah, went man, overboard. I, it went yeah. overboard. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, not at all. That's that's completely fine. I'm uh, like, again, I'm sorry. I, I, we couldn't make this happen earlier. So that's it was a little bit hectic earlier. Yeah, so I, I get it. I'll, I get I'd it. be love to be like part of like future streams or discussions or whatever. So to, let me know. But yeah, just sorry, I, I couldn't make it like two, no, three no, times. No, no, it's all right, man. It, you're a busy person, yeah. No, you gave it to not, us, it's, it's great. Like, I ruined your Sunday, but... <laughs> no, not at all. It's it's not that I'm a busy person. I actually act very busy most of the time. <laughs> but no, there are... Especially this particular point, uh, in terms of business, personal, everything, it's, it's going all over the place. And sometimes yeah. you need a little bit mental energy to deal with that. So yeah. I get drained out very easily. So that's why maybe... Earlier, I said no to a lot of different things. But other yeah. than that, it's not a busy person all that. I, I love to do this. And I, I really respect you for what you're doing for you know this part of the country, in the sense. For a long time, there was no one talking about Malayalam films or Tamil films, or regional films and everything like that. It was all about you know Bollywood and stuff, right? So when other people talk about, uh, people from other states and everything talk about this part. So it, it really, really helps. And I don't care about what other people are saying. There, there will always be few people who say that, no, you, you're not from here. You, you can't talk about it. No, I don't believe in that shit. Anyone who's really talking about something with like a passion in a, with an intention to make more people watch it, spread this word about, uh, you know, some, some work of art that really deserves it. I think it, it really makes a difference. So yeah. thanks for that. So I really respect for that. Uh, thank you, man. And looking forward to your videos. Uh, looking forward yeah. to uh, fully filming. And uh, yeah, man, have a great time. And again, thank you, man, for your insights. I hope it's no. uh, for me. It was Anytime. valuable. It was great. I, I would, you know, while editing, I'll be listening to it all. While you know, yeah. when it's out, I'll be like rewatching it. So thank you yeah. for that. Thank you for that, man. Thanks a lot. Thanks, man. I, I hope audience also likes it. But I, yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure they will. <laughs> okay. Yeah, cool. man. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. So guys, that was a podcast. Thanks for listening.